Welcome to the Hydrogen Struggles Leadership Podcast, the premier provider of leadership consulting, culture shaping, and senior level executive search services. Every day, we're privileged to talk with fascinating people who are shaping the future through their leadership and vision. Each episode, you'll hear a different perspective from thought leaders and innovators. Thanks for listening to the Hydrogen Struggles Leadership Podcast. Hi, I'm Sam Berman, a principal in Hydric and Struggles Digital Practice. In today's podcast, In Pursuit of Omnichannel Nirvana, I'm speaking on Skype to Raghav Lal, Executive Vice President and Chief Data and Analytics Officer at Westfield Retail Solutions, the division within Westfield Corporation that is focused on reinventing the shopping experience in partnership with retailers, venue operators, and digital innovators. Within his role, Raghav is responsible for overseeing the collection, analysis and dissemination of data to improve Westfield's business-to-business and business-to-consumer services globally. Prior to joining Westfield, Raghav was SVP, Global Head of Analytics at Visa, where he created a global analytics function with twin hubs in California and Singapore. He focused on building big data products for retailers, brands and banks. Raghav, welcome and thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you, Sam. So, Raghav, I suppose first question for us. What attracted you to move from a data-driven organization such as Visa to a much more traditional bricks-and-mortar offline business like Westfield? Sam, the attraction was really the paucity of scarcity of data, believe it or not. And when I think about a brick-and-mortar offline organization like Westfield and many others in that genre, I was quite amazed at how little consumer insight or consumer data the sell side, uh, these brick-and-mortar venues and retailers had on the consumer. Compared to what online retailers knew and understood about their core consumer base, this disparity this challenge of not knowing the consumer, not having a keen understanding, and yet trying to thrive within this huge disruption that's taking place at retail was what was really exciting to me. Mm-hmm. And I suppose speaking about disruption, one of the questions that I asked you when we first met was how has the increasing dominance of Amazon affected Westfield's business model? And how have you reacted as a result, if that is indeed the case? Well, Amazon is a great example of the disruption I speak of. Commerce has fundamentally been disrupted by technology and sifting consumer expectations. Today, shopping is a more holistic experience, requires a more nuanced and data-driven approach to meeting these ever-evolving consumer needs. And when I think about what Amazon has done, is that they have really figured out how to deploy technology, data, and a keen understanding of consumers at scale. It's our reckoning that through technology and retail technology networks, one that we're trying to pull together for the retail marketplace, is one that is absolutely necessary to get scale to disparate retail organizations and providers to truly compete in this ever-changing world. So is it fair to say then that the emergence of Amazon hasn't negatively affected Westfield's business? 
Look, we we are um, in the retail business. We've been in the retail business for over 60 years. What has truly changed is the way the consumer wants to be served. We started up this session, and I know you and I spoke about the omni-channel nirvana. Quite honestly, uh, the omni-channel nirvana is the consumer. The consumer is the channel in our contention. Uh, perhaps we have been all a bit misguided in the recent past, where we've gone in and pursued the consumer and frankly fragmented the consumer and consumer insights by going after distinct channels of physical and digital, whereas the reality is the consumer herself is the channel. And when I say that, I mean the consumer wants to shop when, where, and however they would like to shop, and it really um, behooves us to ensure that our offerings, our products, our experiences, our services are targeted towards that need. And I really like the expression omni-channel nirvana, which uh, I quoted from you, Raghav, so um, all credit to you. And I really like the concept of you know, the consumer is the channel. But how does a bricks and mortar organization like Westfield, how do you actually achieve that omni-channel nirvana? So from our research and our experience, here's what we found. When I talk about the disruption and I talk about how well an online entity like an Amazon or even any of the retailers that are operating in the online world know about their consumer, the key challenge that they have offline compared to the online awareness are the following, as we call them, the three W's. The first one is who is my consumer? When you think about even the properties that we manage, there are tens of millions of consumer visitations um, to any of these properties within the, um, within the span of a year. However, our knowledge about the consumers who are visiting is quite limited. Compare and contrast that to what, say, an online retailer would have or an online property would have on the consumer. They would know who the consumer is, which is the first W. They would know where exactly the consumer is, which is the second W. And they would know, most importantly, within a few keystrokes and clicks, why the consumer is there on their, on their digital property. Compare and contrast that to the offline world. We really don't know who the consumer is. And we have very little idea about where exactly are you located in the property, what's piqued your interest, um, what has caused uh, resonance, or may have even caused you inspiration. Frankly, we don't get to know why you are there till perhaps after you've consumed goods and services, and that too by virtue of you know, understanding that you were at point of sale and recognizing that Sam was here um, at, at this particular store. That disparity is really, that chasm continues to grow, and that's how we're starting up at Westfield and saying it is critically important to understand who the consumer is, where are they located, and through a series of machine learning and heavy-duty AI, we're starting to divine why 
and getting what we call mission contextual on our customer and their visit to the property. So there's a lot of big data and technology frameworks that are being put and pulled together into this network that we are creating and an open-ended platform and a multi-sided platform where we are bringing all of these technologies together to serve our properties, our tenants, i.e. the retailers and brands, and most importantly, to create that bespoke customer experience that is really personalized. Mm-hmm. And we've talked a lot previously about some of the technologies that Westfield are using, Raghav. So next question I wanted to ask you, which is a nice segue from what you've just described, is how are you leveraging artificial intelligence, Internet of Things, and other such disruptive technologies to drive things like revenue, customer experience, and loyalty within Westfield that, of course, you're at liberty to share with us today? Yeah, so these are, these are great technologies, and frankly, um, we are leveraging them at scale. We've, as I mentioned, creating a multi-sided platform, a technology platform, a retail commerce platform, which is essentially embedding all of these technologies. For the first time, we are providing to the network and network participants access to products that will leverage artificial intelligence. We have natural language processing. Um, We are looking at putting in augmented reality technologies, not just for map finding. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, Most venues, most shopping centers would have some kind of a static or dynamic map that you can interact with. Our thinking is that as um, AR and augmented reality becomes more common, we would like to include AR on the mapping technology. So it is still, when you think about it at the core of it, it's underlying data, it's underlying understanding of the geospace that we are within our venues, but more importantly, giving it a skin of augmented reality, making this a very compelling experience for the consumers. You know, why should I look at the map when I can see it in an augmented reality just on my smartphone? More importantly, the map should understand me. It should only show the stores where I have a higher brand affinity. It should show pathways contextual. So if it's too crowded from the eastern side of the property, maybe it should start showing me um, alternative paths. It should show me all of the uh, sales and all of the promotions that are pertinent to me. So that's how we're bringing these together to create, again, a very bespoke and personalized experience by leveraging um, artificial intelligence, IoT, which is really, really as we start to put these sensors across the properties um, in understanding how your dwell is through our domain. Mm-hmm. So really interesting then because what you're talking about there is the future of where Westfield are taking shopping and the shopping experience and leveraging some of these really interesting state-of-the-art technologies. But what is your broader view, Raghav, on the future of retail shopping globally? Yeah, let me explain or answer that from two perspectives. So I'll start with the consumer. Uh, I firmly believe that the future of retail shopping is as the consumer wants, when they want, and where they want. 
So this whole challenge of online versus offline will frankly blur because what's online will be made available offline and what's offline will be made available online. So there is going to be a massive convergence and that can only be towards gaining a better customer experience um, and hopefully creating uh, the customer intent and uh, customer excitement to go with it. On the sell side of this equation, my um, prediction on, on the future of retail is as follows. Collaboration is going to soon become the new competitive advantage where retail stakeholders will join forces as equal partners. We will be unlocking the power of shared consumer knowledge and we can use the powerful data insights and consumer insights to deliver upon these more innovative shopping experiences and continuing to um, meet and exceed the, the retail shoppers' um, needs and requirements. But it is going to be almost a time in not very distant future where we'll be looking back and saying, wow, remember the time when we were trying to do this all ourselves and we were holding our data way more closer than our consumer. So really, I think where we are headed is that we will have a much larger, more collaborative, uh, and collaboration is going to be the new competition. Mm. I've seen quite a lot of articles recently about the importance of collaboration and that it's the single biggest driver for companies' acceleration in the economy today. And now you're seeing competitors and peers collaborating to get ahead of the collective group of competition far quicker and easier by pooling resources, ideas and uh, working together, which I think is a really interesting change in dynamic from what we've seen in the past. Quick question on talent. It's a conundrum that you and I both face on a daily basis. And when you talk about some of these technologies such as artificial intelligence, data science, Internet of Things, you and I know too well, Raghav, that there is a shortage of talent in these areas. So what has been your approach in terms of how you've built your cross-Atlantic team, both in San Francisco and here in Europe? Yeah, so first, I absolutely agree. The war on talent continues. And as we get into newer and newer and more nuanced technologies, that talent pool continues to be even scarcer. Uh, than perhaps on the general big data space. So, look, our secret sauce on that is really quite very simple, and that is um, what we found that correlates to attracting, and dare I say may even be causal, um, attracting top talent in these very nuanced big data technologies, including AI and AR, is essentially the use case. What problem, what problem and what challenge are we trying to solve and how difficult is that challenge? Um, so incredible as it may sound, but the, the harder the challenge, uh, the greater the attraction for bringing these folks in. And dare I say that was one of the reasons, as you had asked me earlier in the session, why I got attracted to Westfield. It is a very, very difficult challenge about uniquely identifying millions of consumers, um, being geospatially and geocontextually aware of where they are, and um, 
figuring out or divining through machine learning the mission thereon, such that you can then deliver on what we call the last W, which is the what. What would you be doing to enable that really bespoke experience? So it's the challenge, um, and it is really, it is a really, really tough challenge, and we've been fortunate in attracting top talent on both sides of the Atlantic, here in California and Silicon Valley, as well as um, in London. And we hope to continue to attract and retain strong talent to really come up with this true disruption and within retail commerce. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the talent, especially in the fields of data science and artificial intelligence, and we've seen this uh, in the global press, a lot of the top talent in those fields, Raghav, sits in academia. There's quite an interesting challenge there around taking people out of academia and putting them into the commercial environment and making sure that they make that transition successfully. Has that been a challenge that you've faced and one that you've overcome in terms of plucking people from academia? Yeah, I think, um, you know, at, at, at some stage in one's career, um, you do end up making that, uh, making that transition. What's been helpful to us is as we've gone about uh, plucking talent, as you call it, we've uh, done it with a, with a soft landing. So typically we've engaged with academia earlier on in terms of consultative engagements. And as they get the taste for this really tough and gnarly challenge that we have about converging physical with digital and attaining um, the omnichannel nirvana by essentially acknowledging that the consumer is the channel, um, it has been helpful. It is a much higher um, hill to climb if you're coming straight out of academia without any business engagement. Interesting. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be one that's going to, a challenge that's going to be, um, certainly for us on the hydrogen struggle side, it's a challenge to try and get people from academia at the right level to come into the commercial environment where they can be motivated and have the toolkit to transition uh, into that space. So I think that's, that's an interesting point. But just moving to the final question then, Raghav. Um, there will be many lessons, undoubtedly, that you've learned throughout your career in how best to incubate and support innovation. But what is the one that stands out for you the most? I think in terms of incubation and supporting innovation, um, there has to be a fail-fast type of methodology and, frankly, uh, culture in the organization. And I was very fortunate because, um, look, to innovate, there's going to be a lot of experimentation. And with experimentation, not every experiment outcome goes as one had um, initially wished for. But even in failure, there is tremendous amount of learning and that is what I've found single-handedly in the environments, in the organizations that I've been in, to truly support innovation and disruptive innovation. You have to have the culture of where if there's failure, you fail fast and you continue to learn from it. So Raghav, thank you very much for your time, insight and commentary. It's been a thoroughly enjoyable conversation. My pleasure, Sam. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hydrogen Struggles Leadership Podcast. To make sure you don't miss more future shaping ideas and conversations, please subscribe to our channel on the podcast app. And if you're listening via LinkedIn, Twitter, or YouTube, 
why not share this with your connections? Until next time.